0: Hi everyone, this is Judy. I'm from New York and you're listening to Accent Marks.
1: Welcome to Accent Marks. I'm here with Judy. Uh, She is uh, going to talk about her experiences uh, being a transplant from the north uh, down here in Memphis, Tennessee. So welcome to Accent Marks, Judy. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for agreeing to uh, come on the show and uh, have a little conversation about your experiences. Um, I definitely, I remember talking to you about this probably over a year ago about the opportunity to come on here and talk about your experiences. So I definitely appreciate the support and your willingness to come on the show. Uh, so, Absolutely, glad to be here. Yeah, uh, so just to kick it off, uh, so tell us um, tell us where you're from, a little bit about you, about your your story.
0: Well, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, then moved to the suburbs of the city and lived on Long Island. I worked for the U.S. Customs Service at JFK Airport in New York. And I landed in the south after Hurricane Katrina, uh, where I came and worked here for a short assignment, maybe about a month or so on assignment. And they asked me to stay. And Hmm. that was a big decision. It's like, New York, (laughs) Memphis, how do you even compare those two? (laughs) You know, very, very different, very different. But uh, we made the move, my family and I. And, yeah, there's been some uh, experiences as far as uh, (laughs) our way of interpreting things and the Southern phraseology, as I'll call it, that we did not even know existed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. We've adapted now. We love it here. But, yeah, starting out, it it took a little while to figure out what people were saying. And everybody smiled so much. (laughs) My cheeks hurt.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. So, So you... So you started with um, customs border protection for those of you that don't know, that's a government agency, correct? Yes. Uh, We're part of the
0: department of Homeland security.
1: And so, um, so you started your career there in New York
0: and Mm -hmm. you also
1: started your family there and then, then it was, it was the hurricane. So I did not actually know that, that it was the hurricane that brought you on, on what was supposed to be a month, right?
0: It was like, oh, I'll just go do this thing. Yep. Everything in New Orleans had shut down. so Memphis was the closest uh, place to uh, regroup everybody. but they oh, had a wow. very small they had a very small staff. So they started recruiting from across the country for people to come and help out and get things started up again. So that's where oh, wow. I came in.
1: I guess I hadn't realized um, that that was one of the effects of because it was such a catastrophe, right? For those of that you that don't out there that don't remember how massive Hurricane Katrina was, I mean, I I was living in Memphis at the time, and I remember, you know, I was you know pretty young at the time, but all the people that came up and that were kind of you know staying with extended family or what they could, you know, because Memphis and New Orleans have a pretty you know close uh, connection, I would say. Yes. Um, so yeah, I remembered that, but then I didn't even think about the logistics of of bringing down support staff for the government. Yeah, um, because you
0: have you have uh, you have a lot of freight coming through ships right. that couldn't dock in New Orleans, so they had to come here. Oh. You know, a lot of things were diverted different places. So Memphis oh. was the closest uh, port of entry that that we had.
1: Yeah, and I guess people don't think a lot of times about. Like what a port is in in a mm-hmm. country, right? A lot of people think, okay, port has to be on the coast, right? It has to be a beach, or um, you know, some place with access to an ocean. So, Not so Memphis is considered okay. So, so talk to that. Yeah. So it could
0: be it could be air, land, or sea. Oh wow! You know, okay, here we have air. You know, our biggest uh, shipper is of course FedEx. Everybody knows Memphis and FedEx. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the majority of how things are imported into the United States is through, is through the air, as far as Memphis goes, because Tennessee's landlocked. So it's right. either trucked from a coast here or by rail mm-hmm. here or by air.
1: And we do have a bit of river traffic. Is that, is that well, is that correct as well? Or, or are we kind of just a pass through
0: for river? Uh, traffic? I think the river is more for, um, domestic I want to say, uh, more of the oil, um, oh those kinds of things, barges, uh, not so much international mm, okay. airing.
1: So mostly air. So that was kind of, I guess, since Katrina locked down or, I guess, destroyed a lot of the port of New Orleans. Um, so the regroup happened in Memphis. And that um, did that mean we had to kind of, like, flex more to air operations and things like that, uh, and away from container strips, at least in that area? Is that kind of what happened?
0: Uh, just things got diverted. So you could you would still have your container, except it would be coming into a different port and then maybe uh, shipped by truck to mm, different okay. places, where before it might've gone directly through New Orleans, now it had to be diverted around.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. so I mean, it just, you know, I, I guess that, monumental of kind of like a logistics operation right for the country mm-hmm. to kind of recover and pivot. So that's what brought you here originally. And you said a yes. month? So you were only no, supposed to come here, for a month.
0: <laughs> I came here just for a short time. It was supposed to be a um 40-day assignment just to come wow. and help out for a while. And they did this with multiple uh employees, you know, they solicited across the country. So Memphis had people from all across the United States, wow. you know, I was from New York. There was somebody else from. Uh, there was people from Boston and Texas and uh, yeah. Laredo, Los Angeles. So it was wow. a constant rotation of of people, you know, trying to, in to trying to pitch co- keep in. the cup co- right to pitch in and cover what we needed to to keep uh, to keep so, everything moving.
1: So you came for this assignment i guess you liked it you kind of said hey i could maybe i could see myself living here type of thing or was it kind mm-hmm. of more you were voluntold
0: <laughs> no 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 it was uh, it was voluntary on my part mm-hmm. um you know cost of living huge difference True. um weather you know i was done with the nor'easters and shoveling snow all night long <laughs> yeah, yeah it, i could get bu- old
1: <laughs> Yeah, that might be like the single biggest reason I feel like people may immigrate, I would say. I say immigrate, it's really migration, but you know, it feels so different sometimes. Yeah, Um, yeah. So I just started doing research,
0: you know, just researching the area, uh, homes, schools. You know, I had three children, three boys that needed uh, to be educated. I wasn't sure what the system was like in this area. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of I did a lot of research, and it it seemed like it could be a good a good move. And now, uh, mm-hmm. it was perfect timing. The age of my boys; they were all in between. They hadn't started high school. One was going into middle school. It was a good time to make the move.
1: Yeah, before they were too established, maybe. Um, they were they in were between, producing. where they were just
0: about to change schools, so it was a good time. Clean break. <laughs> Clean break.
1: <laughs> kind of like <laughs> yeah. yeah, go go uh-huh. go in with a fresh mindset. Um, yeah, yeah good so so what year was that so uh, katrina was 2004 2005 uh that was
0: in august 2005 and i relocated okay. here in 2006
1: wow so you were like came down for a, a taste and then you're like within a year yeah, this is not. it wasn't a bad it wasn't
0: a bad place to live you know things were looking good seemed like the okay. time
1: so so that's how you ended up in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. So and you, you you had you had three kids at the time, um starting you continue with the same employer, mm-hmm. um, but but you know, completely new part of the country. So um let's talk about okay, so what's the biggest differences do you feel like? You you mentioned the smiling, and that's definitely <laughs> a thing in the spot
0: Definitely a thing. Is.
1: It is. So does that mean that the opposite is true about the, the borough that you grew up in and in, in Brooklyn is um, that people were more.
0: It's not that they didn't smile. It's just that everything moves very quickly and you more of have this, you know, I'm on a mission kind of face. You know, sure. it's, it's not, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't do any of that. We're not smiling all day long. You know, we're just trying to get where we have to get to and do it quickly. It's not, we're not strolling <laughs> and exchanging pleasantries on, you know, every, everywhere we go. It's just about right. getting things done.
1: Yeah, I do think that's an interesting thing about, about Memphis, uh, about the South in general. Is that, you know, people always want to say hi. They always mm-hmm. want to be very polite. The Southern hospitality is a real thing. So, um,
0: yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> especially in the supermarket. You know, at the oh, end is of the that, day, did
1: that surprise you?
0: Yes. Yes, you know, it's you're getting off of work. You want to just run into this shop for a few things and you're checking out. And the cashier is like, oh, is this good? Have you tried this? I've never had this. Did you (laughs) like it? And I'm like, I just want to get home. It's been a long day, you know. (laughs) She's had the conversation about every item she was bringing up. And, you know, at any other time, I might have really appreciated it. But at the end of the day, when you want to get home, it was kind of oh, Lord, i got to do this at a different yeah. time. You know, and the <laughs> amount of people online didn't matter. You know, she was going yeah. through her routine, doing what she does, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it was a little different frustrating pace. at first. Yes, yes. And uh, even in the work environment, you know, mm. sometimes, you know, part of my job is giving out assignments. And in yeah. New York, everything's done in a heartbeat. You know, When here, right. it was like, Eight hours later, and I'm like, well, you know, what's taking so long? And I come to find out that it was the way I said it that they didn't like. Uh, And I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, my directness was sometimes hmm. mistaken for rudeness, which is really not what it is. It's just we're just, we have a job to do. We're focusing on that. This is the directions. I don't have time to sugarcoat it and wrap it up in a bow all the time. (laughs)
1: Fair um, enough. So do you feel like, like some of that was was maybe some of um word usage? Do you think any of that was the accent? Do you think that I you think it was it just over
0: time? I came off as aggressive mm. where to me I was just being direct and clear in you know how I spoke. I wasn't meaning to disrespect anybody, but right. I guess they were you know here they're more used to a more subtle way of asking someone sure. to accomplish a task. So that was something I had to learn. You know, I had to make mm-hmm. adjustments just like, um you know, folks had to get used to not to take offense to how I said something or misinterpret mm-hmm. it as being rude because I'm not. It's just, I'm just direct. So that and is. Uh, so- so
1: did you feel like over the years you kind of learned the style of, of speaking and asking politely, or is that kind of one of those things where you say, Oh, like, there's going to be, you know, people are going to have to accept uh, me for who I am at least, you know, yes, I guess me in the it was
0: more, it was more who I am. I mean, was I conscious of it? Yes. Um, but I wasn't going to change entirely who I was because of where I was living. You know some people loved it other people took offense to it you know so i just had to be me
1: you yeah know?
0: And it, it's yeah i think that's okay that you
1: know i feel like in the workplace too it seems like some of those even i guess you could call them cultural differences right mm-hmm. even you know some of them might be the tone some of them might be the word usage the directness like you said Um, but you know, it's all about people's perceptions of that, right? Because, you know, they, they don't know you, they may come, they may say, oh, like, well, she was being mean. It's like, no, that's just Judy Mm -hmm. talking the way that you do. Right.
0: Right. And Um, and it comes to a mutual understanding once you get to know each other, you know, being from different places. Um, even, uh, my kids at school, this is a funny story. Mm. I got a call from a teacher and she tells me that my son was being very disrespectful. And I was like, wow. You know, I said, I'm really kind of shocked to hear this. I, you know, I can't imagine what they did. You know, I said, well, what was disrespectful? And she told me that he did not say yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. And I oh, was wow. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, I just explained. you like, that's I it? Said, <laughs> yeah, to me, I'm like, okay. You know, I said, well, what did he say? Like, if he said, yeah, whatever, yeah, that's disrespectful. Mm. But he right. said, yes, Mrs. So-and-so, whatever the teacher's name was. And, you know, in in the North, that was perfectly acceptable to say that.
1: It yeah. wasn't
0: considered disrespectful. So hearing that, yes, ma'am, him not saying that was disrespectful kind of caught me off guard. And, um, you know, I just explained that we were from a different part of the country and just give them some time to acclimate. You know, mm. they'll get it. He wasn't meaning to be disrespectful. He just doesn't know, he doesn't know the way here yet. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. so
0: that, that was pretty, that was a interesting story.
1: And so my, how old was he at that time?
0: He was in third grade at the time. So he was eight.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and all and then, just for a missing ma'am, that was it. That was it. Yep, and that warranted a phone call.
0: Yes. Yes, oh, wow. yes. And then uh, my other son, who was a little bit older, he was in fifth grade, mm. and the teachers told the class to put up their book, and okay. he took his book. And our perspective is "put up" means to put up high. So he took his oh, book no. and put and held it over his head.
1: Oh no! And everybody
0: <laughs> laughed at him. Oh so no! So he comes home and he's like, "Everybody laughed at me." You know, went on and on. So. I was like, you know what? Oh, I said, man. the next time you hear something that you don't understand, wait a second and see what everybody else does.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I, so, guess, so- I guess that wasn't one I'd realized was a thing. Yeah, I guess I had always grown up with to put up something is to you know put it away. Put it so away. I guess in, in, in the North, would you say put it away? You wouldn't use put up, like that would be literal put up.
0: Right, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. I, just, supermarket, see, I didn't the, know supermarket didn't the know same that. thing you know family of five I have all these groceries and a lady comes up to me she goes oh who's going to help you put up those groceries and I'm just like put them up mm-hmm. there <laughs> you know um but yeah now I know what it means put away but yeah <laughs> put up was uh was one wow and I have you it.
1: adopted it that's that's the bigger question right have you started to adopt or have your kids adopted that phrase now
0: not really. I mean, every once in a while I might say it, but it hasn't become a regular part of my vocabulary. Neither has y'all. That was another one. Ah. The we y'all. say you guys <laughs> or all of you, all y'all. Uh, I don't even get that one. Oh. <laughs> all y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the all y'all is definitely a regional one. But So, mm-hmm. so you, you stick to you guys and Most you of the all. Time. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I flex even though I'm from here, you know, sometimes I'll use the all y'all. And then I think it depends on my setting, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm in a business setting, um, you know, for like, you know, my day job, I will be talking with other people from around the country. And I will switch to a you guys or you all. And then when I feel like I'm in my cohort of, you know, Memphians, maybe we'll maybe we'll have some more yalls and be a little bit more. Um, yeah, some people pick it's, that it's up. It's interesting real quick. how that flexes. Yeah, mm.
0: some people, don't you know, very easily say it. It's just nothing. It's one phrase I really haven't adopted at all.
1: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll give we'll give you a pass on one, right? And the but brush apart. Pick thing. up the other
0: one. I don't. I haven't picked right. that one up either. Oh
1: the bless your heart yeah so i mean that can be
0: many different things from what i found yes
1: (laughs) very many different things that can be a like a nice nasty like that can be a a legitimate like bless your heart like i feel bad for you right um do you have an equivalent do you have one that you can think of that would you would have used in the north it seems very you know if it was a
0: compassionate in a compassionate way we would just say oh i'm so sorry for your loss or you know if there's anything mm. I can do for you um I'm so sorry to hear that you know it wasn't bless your heart
1: yeah cuz there's a there's a sarcastic tone that it can be said with right well, so you know, I feel like maybe this goes back to the direct. Tone every day
0: <laughs> we always sound right sarcastic.
1: <laughs> so maybe so. that goes back to the direct versus indirect right yes. i feel like yeah. you know maybe as a new yorker you can dish it out a little bit better and you know, take it as at the same time. Whereas here, I feel yeah, like the mentality s- is to be this veil of you know hospitality and niceness, right?
0: So right, and we're kind of not so here. sensitive to things. I also found that, um, yep. <laughs> yeah, feel very easily offended. And sometimes you don't even know what you did. And it could, like you said, it could be a tone, it could be a word right. you use that, that they interpret differently than how you meant it. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be any number of things. We've yeah. had we've had quite a few experiences. <laughs> the pizza experience that was that was an interesting one too. Um, the pizza we, experience. Yes. So in okay. New York, you could go into a pizzeria, and okay. you can order. We call the pizza a pie. In okay. Italian, pizza pie. Pizza means pie. Mm. Um, so and you could buy it by a single slice. We did that. We went into a pizzeria. We asked for a slice of pie. And the server asked us if we wanted apple, cherry, or blueberry. So
1: oh, okay. Got it. Now <laughs> literally, I... <laughs> literally pie. Pie. And you're like, yeah. mm, I don't want that on my pizza, please. No, that, that, that doesn't sound good.
0: So then I said, no, I just want one mm. slice of pizza. Oh, we don't sell it by the slice. You have to buy the whole then another, there was another place that one of my kids went into, and they asked for a slice, and mm-hmm. they thought he meant the beverage.
1: Oh yeah, because it, it, it says uh, an orange soda, I believe. Yes, right? yes, and so yes. oh
0: yeah, so saying a slice, yeah. So we got the do you want a piece of pie, like fruit wow. pie, and do we want an orange soda?
1: Wow. And everything,
0: everything's <laughs> called so Coke. That was another
1: yeah so okay so what's the okay i guess this is all across the u.s i think coke is more regionalized to here to sub in for any any
0: carbonated beverage
1: right and so what what would you typically use
0: we would say if we say coke we're referring to coca-cola
1: right okay and so generally speaking a a carbonated beverage for you would be we would say soda soda okay Mm -hmm. do you know people that use pop
0: I do. From the Midwest, yes. Ah,
1: okay. Midwest, yes. So so North, so New York would be a soda. Soda Mm -hmm. and a slice of pie, right? (laughs) No blueberries. Hold the blueberries, right? Hold the
0: blueberries. Hold the blueberries. Cheese and sauce.
1: (laughs) Good. All right. Well okay, so then while we're on the topic, New York staple, slice of pizza pie. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite kind of pizza though?
0: There's only one kind, New York style.
1: <laughs> okay well what what comes on in new york describe it for us what comes on in I New York? i can tell you
0: what it's not it's not okay. the thin thin crust like you get here okay it's a little bit thicker and it has um around the outside is, is very thick it's not flat and crispy
1: so if we're talking like it's a, little thickness... more, it's a little more doughy
0: it's more bread a
1: little more bread okay so you're saying maybe like two inches three inches on the crust we're talking like a pretty thick crust, right?
0: It'll be it'll be thicker, yeah. Okay. And, and the, then, the, the bottom part won't be crispy. It'll kind of be it'll be soft and a little floppy.
1: Okay. So you can fold, right? So you, you can fold, you fold exactly. It? Okay. Yes. Got yes. it. And so we're doing tomato sauce, right? Tomato yes. sauce. Mozzarella. Um, mozzarella. Uh, what what are your favorite toppings then?
0: For me, I I I'm more of a veggie person. Okay. So, mushrooms, olives, those kinds of things. Mm. I think the toppings are pretty standard, you know, from place to place.
1: Kind of like a supreme without the meat on it. Yes. Okay. I could, I could, I could, I think we could share a pizza pie together, <laughs> right? Share a couple slices. Sure. I feel yeah. like that's something, you know, where if you, if you, you get to know somebody, I think, by how they order their pizza. Don't, wouldn't you agree? I think that yeah, is like some people like extra
0: cheese, some like extra sauce, some like mm-hmm. it extra crispy. You know, you know, there's all different things. Yeah, that's just a preference. But the style—that um, was another funny story—is I asked mm-hmm. the uh, server. It was New York style pizzeria or something. I said, "Well, what makes it New York style?" Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I don't know. You're I like,
1: have I, I have a vested interest in knowing the answer to this. So.
0: Yeah. You ready for it? <laughs> Are you ready, Alan? Yep. Because it's round.
1: No, stop. Stop. <laughs> no. They did not tell you. God, right.
0: honest truth. Because it's round. Because yes.
1: it's round. No. Yeah.
0: Why? No, <laughs> that's the answer I got. Yes.
1: Well, I think, like, okay, so with pizza, I feel like. You know, people, at least generally speaking, would would know that Chicago style pizza is like deep, right? Deep dish or whatever. I think is what they call it. Um, And then I mean, but round. I mean, come on. That was like not even trying. That was just lazy. That was the answer.
0: That was the answer.
1: I bet you were like, well, let me tell you um, (laughs) what it means to have a real slice of New York pizza pie.
0: Yeah, you know what? I wasn't getting into that conversation. <laughs>
1: it was a lost I was,
0: cause. It was just like, oh, okay, because it's trans. <laughs> and I just let it go.
1: That's when you write on the Yelp reviews, like, hey, by the way, this yeah. is, and list off, you know, this is what true New York pizza
0: is. And veal. They didn't know what veal was. Oh, interesting. They asked for, um, so what you call a sub, I guess, or a hoagie. Uh-huh. We, call it, okay. we call it a hero sandwich. Oh. Oh. Because in New York, it originated when um, soldiers returned home. So they called it a hero sandwich.
1: Wow, I did not know that at all. Um, I think here it's always been called a sub. Um, I've heard of places called it a hoagie. Maybe I'll have to I'll have to poll some of the people I interviewed for the so show. And, and in New see
0: York, we one called one it a hero heroes. sandwich. Okay. So we asked for... Uh, Veal Parmesan Hero. She didn't okay. know what a hero was. So we, we straightened out the bread situation of okay. what it was called. And then <laughs> okay. she looks at us and she says, Veal? What's Veal? I
1: thought that um, was a pretty commonly known thing, right? Yeah,
0: she didn't know. And we were like, oh, never no. mind, we'll have chicken. <laughs> 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 we just left it like that.
1: <laughs> I'll have chicken and bread. Thank you. That's, <laughs> that'll do us. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't know. So... So the hero thing, that's interesting. I'd not I guess I have been to New York before and I've seen mm-hmm. heroes, but I thought there was something special about a hero that was different than a sub or maybe a hoagie. So well, you're well, saying it might the be same. a different
0: style. It could be the you know, where the bread is made, but mm. um, it's it's still the same thing, sub hoagie. Interesting. All the same. Huh. It's where the name originated from
1: wow but that was that was cool the um um the the hero for the people coming back from war they it, were
0: returning soldiers yeah it was kind of like a sandwich they called it a hero sandwich
1: was that world war Two? is that when they you know were... i
0: don't know if it was one or two i'm really not sure mm. um but i remember well, i remember way. hearing that
1: wow that's 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 a neat that's a neat little story i hadn't heard that
0: one before <laughs> um i've got lots of them
1: well, yeah, no, yeah, this is, this is, this is great. This is, this is why we're, we're having a conversation. So coming uh, from New York, right? So we've talked about food and we've talked about, you moved with your family, You moved mm-hmm. for work. Um, what about hobbies? What, what, what hobbies did you have in New York? Um, I'm, I know we meant, you mentioned earlier Snow shoveling, which I'm assuming was not a hobby, but it was a task, necessity, but yeah. And that was something you could obviously probably only needed to do, uh, there. Now, I guess it's happened a couple of times where we've had snowstorms here in Memphis, but not typically. Yeah. But everything's
0: gone the next day. It doesn't linger for months. Right. Or weeks. Yeah, so. It's so, pretty. I love yeah. it. It comes down and then it's gone. No <laughs> mess. Nothing.
1: You're like, right. check. Check in the Memphis column, right? Check in the South column. Yep. Uh, so so did you have any hobbies um, that you brought from New York or that you did in New York or anything like that? Or do you have any personal hobbies just in general?
0: Um, not, re- not really. I did a little stamp collecting and coin collecting, um, but that's mm. pretty much the same in every region. Um, mm. There's more outdoor things to do here because the weather is nicer for more months. So, um, yeah, I've gotten into motorcycle riding and things like that because you have the extended, uh, Ah, motorcycle to to ride and do stuff like that. Yeah.
1: I guess, was that something that you have always done? Did you always do motorcycling?
0: No, that's something I picked up here. Ah. something I picked up here. I just happened to meet some people that rode and, Mm -hmm. um, started out as a passenger and uh just last year i actually uh, started riding myself not that good yet but i'm getting there <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome though that's that's yeah. that's cool that you were able to integrate something from here besides just obviously living here but um, yeah it's more the
0: outdoor yeah. activities
1: right you know. yeah and i guess having more opportunities to do them you know makes you think more about like okay what would i get out there and do right um that's cool. Um, so I guess that kind of segues me into my um, uh, my next question, which was, you know, if you can remember, I can't off the top of my head. So I was going to just ask you while we're <laughs> mid-interview, do you remember how it was that we met? Because I think it was through some of maybe those very same friends that you. Uh, I, think
0: it, I think it was. It was yeah. through, uh, through Brian.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. I think it was through Brian, was some and-
0: gathering, and I think we were all there and we just started talking.
1: Yeah. And I remember, um, gosh, you had or still have because I think you had one recently or I guess this past summer um, post post pandemic in quotation. right? <laughs> I guess I guess that's a relative term at this point. Um, but uh, your uh, July 4th parties, I mean, mm-hmm. we met way prior to that, but right. I remember, um, gosh, years ago coming out, and you have a you know sizable chunk of land, um, yep. and 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 hosting all the something people you don't and,
0: get in New York, a sizable chunk of land.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I bet that was a nice thing. I guess you have family that is kind of like, wow, Judy has all this land down in Tennessee. Like, are they a little, um, a little jealous that you have a. Big well, they wouldn't. Land? <laughs> they would, They
0: don't see it as something I would have done. Oh know, really? Like it get more of a country house kind of thing mm. you know they see me more in a formal type of home you know rather than the rustic setting oh. and the outdoors thing but i love it i love it that's something's probably where my taste has changed since i've moved here yeah is that uh you know i like it. the outdoors more i like that sereneness of you know having the pond and a little bit of property it's, it's nice
1: it's interesting how somebody's um location can like change their trajectory and, and make you interested in new things and explore other parts of your oh
0: yeah interests. I'm, you know? I'm glad that's one of the things I'm glad about the move. Um because I would have never I was born there, raised there, lived there the majority of my life in New York and uh, I really I traveled, but it was mostly overseas. I hadn't done too much travel in the United States, so I really didn't know how different in our own country each state could be. So moving right. here was was it's like, you know what, I'm glad I did this because now I really see um mm. you could live in the same country yet be so different. Yeah. And it's been it's been a good experience. It's been a good experience.
1: That's awesome.
0: Okay, thanks
1: well this know, uh, yeah, this has been great um thank you so much for sharing those stories yeah you know, this Hopefully is everybody uh,
0: can hear my accent as we were reversing <laughs>
1: i think i think i think we got it i think we got it um, <laughs> definitely um and this yeah. is uh you know great opportunity to you know, share what it's like i think you know a lot of times you get everybody has their preconceived notions about what something would be like you know to go from one I, I guess they're kind of extremes, right? You know, big city life to, to coming out into a place like Memphis that has a lot of rural
0: areas. Memphis is like a big, small town. <laughs> That's big, how I, small
1: town. That's a good way everybody, of describing
0: it. Everybody's, everybody's connected some way that mm-hmm. I've found. You know, even when I meet somebody new and I'm like, oh, this is cool, I met this new person. And somehow they're connected to somebody else I knew and I would have never made the connection. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I look at it as a big, small town. <laughs> Big, small town. Very good. Everybody knows everybody.
1: All right. Well, so we're going to um, now transition, take a brief moment. Okay. So um, if you have the paragraph pulled up, Mm -hmm. go ahead and pull that up. We're going to start there first. And we will read the first paragraph and then take a break and then you can read the second one. And then I'm going to ask you a series of questions about, um, you know, your experiences and then what you call things, which we got a little bit into, but we'll get a little bit deeper.
0: Oh, so. yeah. I got lots of words.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> I yeah, that I, that I don't Be use thinking of.
0: because people make fun of me. <laughs> okay.
1: Very good. Yeah, I well, this that, is a safe space, safe space, right? so I know, we I can know. talk. It's about all, it. you know, I don't
0: take offense to it. It's just like, I don't know, the way you say it, those letters are not in that word. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> kind of um, but let me read you a paragraph. Uh, okay. The human voice can create splendid music with songs of joy, zest, and flavor of life. Throughout time, we have used speech to paint our shared vision for the globe. We try to play fair, swear to be honest, and protect the earth. But in the screenplay, there is a clear problem. When we choose to make up our own slice of reality, every dream starts to find strength and glaze with potential. We don't think to gain the support of other groups, and afterthought, we should look to mend. Allow yourself to spring forward and greet everyone with the best smile you have. Strive to break free because the sky is the limit. Go onward, upward, and with great vigor.
1: Very good. And now the second Next
0: paragraph. Mm -hmm. Please call Stella. Ask her to bring these things with her from the store. Six spoons of fresh snow peas, five thick slabs of blue cheese, and maybe a snack for her brother Bob. We also need a plastic snake, and a big toy frog for the kids. She can scoop these things into three red bags, and we will go meet her Wednesday at the train station. There's a lot of things going on there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a... It's a pretty random paragraph, um, but yeah. So the in both of those paragraphs, what they're designed to do is they go through all of the the sounds that are made in the English language. So the first one was specific to this project. And the second one is actually a an academic um, that made that paragraph for George Mason University. So it's a okay. uh, it's there's an actually a website where they have a bunch of people reading uh, those paragraphs. So. Yeah, Um, someone just
0: told me about it. I don't know if it's an app or a website where mm -hmm. you can speak and it'll tell you what region of the country your accent is most related to. Oh, wow. Which was kind of cool. Yeah,
1: Interesting.
0: Hmm. I'll try and find out what it is and send it to me.
1: Yeah, definitely let let us know. Um, That could be interesting. It could be the same one.
0: It might be. It might be.
1: Okay, I'm sending you another list of words.
0: Okay. Ant, roof, route, wash, oil, theater, iron, salmon, caramel, fire, water, shore, data, room, crayon, New Orleans, pecan, hope, again, probably, splitting image, Alabama, Lawyer, coupon, mayonnaise, syrup, pajamas, cot, naturally, aluminum, and envelope. Did I get them all?
1: You did. Okay. So any any of those that you think maybe bring out more of your New York accent than the other ones?
0: Yes. I think (laughs) ants. most people aunt. say aunt okay. uh root mm-hmm. and route i say route route um water okay. of course we have the d in there
1: Water. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yep.
0: i say salmon some people pronounce the l salmon which uh, Ooh. i know it's there but yeah i don't say it
1: <laughs> i think that's yeah i think that maybe um Oh, gosh, I don't know if it's even here. I would say salmon, I think, now that I think about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I salmon. heard people say salmon. Oh, my God. salmon. I know the pecan hmm. and pecan thing is always a...
1: Contentious debate, <laughs> especially
0: here. <laughs> yes, so you say yes. which one? Pecan.
1: Pecan, okay. Pecan. Yeah, I, I Yeah, I would... Mm, I think now, sometimes I may have it changed. depends. I may
0: have changed since I've lived here. You think? I think I may have. So you
1: may, you may have been more of a pecan. I think in New York in it was day. always
0: pecan pie. Uh, now I say pecan, and maybe that's because what that's what most people say here.
1: Possibly so, so. And I
0: have noticed my speech. Sometimes I start stumbling on words now. And I, it's like
1: maybe because you're trying to think of which one to it's use. Like my
0: brain is trying to adapt, and it's getting sure. stuck. <laughs> that which sounds absolutely. Crazy.
1: <laughs> absolutely like thing. i think i've got i've experienced that when um switching between languages i think that's something uh, also yes. like mm-hmm. when you when you speak a foreign language uh, a lot of times people get in that which version of this do, do i go one language the other do i say both mm-hmm. you know um so i yeah. guess that maybe that happens in accents as, uh, as well so. sounds like yeah. a
0: coupons another one i know some people say coupon versus coupon yeah. and caught that i've had a debate on um one of my son's <laughs> friends was saying cot and i'm like i don't know what i don't know what she's talking about because i'm thinking cot c-o-t like something you'd sleep on mm-hmm. <laughs> and we actually took out the dictionary for that one and either way was acceptable believe it or not interesting cot or so,
1: so you say caught like with a more of an Oh, the au, the ought, au, yeah, in the in the bottom of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other version is cat, like more, almost like more staccato, more like to the cat. Interesting.
0: Like you're taking everything in the middle out.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're Take taking like A-U, most G, of the. the, G, the <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's a common thing in the in the south. Like a lot of our accent things is like we'll we'll just drop a bunch of letters and not pronounce them Um, well
0: you know i have an italian background and we tend to mm, put a vowel at the end of everything interesting here i was told oh if you want to fit in just drop your g's i'm like drop my g's so you say taken instead of taking you know waken gotcha waking just drop your g's and you'll be fine
1: waken bacon Shaken, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's, yeah, I, I guess I never yeah. realized, you know. Well, I, I always pronounced the
0: G, it was always taking, going, not going and taking.
1: <laughs> I think yeah. that gets, maybe here, it gets uh, characterized with more formality if you actually pronounce it. And then mm-hmm. the, the, like the more casual speak, you know, between friends and things like that seems to gravitate more towards the the dropping of the Gs. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a good one to call out. So, so the next part, and kind of before we wrap, um, we'll do that. We'll kind of wrap wrap for our interview today. Uh, so the last thing is our accent tag questions. So these are pretty common questions out there. A lot of them are up for for debate, right? Who's right and what's what's the right <laughs> set of words to use?
0: Tomato, um, tomatoes. So
1: yeah, exactly. So, you know, come, uh, whatever comes to mind, um, you know, and we can talk through these as well. So, okay. so the first question is, uh, what do you call when you throw toilet paper on a house?
0: TPing.
1: TPing. Okay. Yeah. All right. What is a bug that when you touch it, it curls into a ball? Oh,
0: I know what you're talking about. I think we just call them like curly bugs. Or
1: something. Curly bugs. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll um, keep going, and then if you think of if you have questions, you know, feel free to bring them up. Okay. Um, okay. So, what is a bubbly carbonated drink called? I think we covered this earlier.
0: Soda.
1: Yep. All right. What's
0: uh, your pain? I mean, that's good too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that's a bit a pretty common, at least in the United States. That's a pretty common. Yeah, we would say, we would say soda. soda. Yeah. Right.
0: As the general uh, term.
1: So, what do you call gym shoes? Gym shoes that you. Would
0: take oh, to the here gym. we go. Ah, <laughs>
1: here we go. We
0: say sneakers.
1: Sneakers, okay. Yes,
0: we don't call them. Is that shoes. is
1: that broad term sneaker? That's
0: any athletic type shoe. Yes. Whether so specifically a shoe athletic or a walking okay. shoe. Uh, okay. You know.
1: Yeah. Would you say tennis shoe is a southern thing then, or just a not northern thing? In your opinion?
0: Well, I don't know if anybody else. Like, I've heard people say tennis shoes, but yeah, we never, we never really said that. It was always sneakers. Hmm. it had a rubber sole and it was athletic wear, it was called a sneaker. Okay. Because so was what? Quiet, people can't hear you walking.
1: <laughs> oh, the rubber, the sneaker. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. That that. Now I might have to adopt that just because of that explanation. <laughs> Okay, so the next one is, uh, what do you say to address a group of people? So we talked a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. You guys. You guys. Okay, final answer. Nice. Um, what do you call the kind of spider or spider-like creature that has an oval-shaped body and extremely long legs?
0: Daddy long legs.
1: Daddy long legs, okay. All right. He only said
0: grandma or grandpa.
1: Okay. Um, any other names?
0: In Italian, it would be nono or nona, mm-hmm. or grandmother cool. or grandfather. But yeah, we so don't say would... nanny or nano. That's not Grammy. We did not say any of those names.
1: Okay. So what do you call?
0: snap we did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good uh so what do you call the wheeled contraption in which you carry groceries at the supermarket
0: oh here's the this has been a big debate yes <laughs> <laughs> because i my grandmother always called it a wagon a wagon we called it a wagon yes and here they say buggy right which i don't quite get cart i get you know.
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah we called wagon. it a wagon it was always, go get a wagon had wheels and you filled it up with stuff. Huh.
1: Okay. So, now yeah.
0: I have gotten the southern definition of why they say it's not a wagon.
1: Okay. And so uh, because, uh, please
0: please share. <laughs> yes. Because a wagon is something that you would pull behind you. You don't push it. I-
1: Okay, yeah, because I'm thinking wagon, and my brain goes to the the little red wagon wagon, that you would right that you would like pull children in, or children pull each other, you know, as a toy. Um, Okay, yeah, I like that explanation, but I understand why you call it a wagon because it does carry things,
0: and it has wheels, and and it has wheels.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, Okay, so the. Uh, next one is, what do you call it when rain falls while the sun is shining?
0: Sun shower.
1: Sun shower.
0: I like that. Sun Simple. To
1: yeah. the point, direct. New York. <laughs> I like it. Okay. All right. And then the last one is, what do you, what is the thing you change the TV channel with? The remote. The remote. Okay. Remote. Okay. Clicker. There you go. Channel
0: changer. I don't know. Yeah. We've called I think it a number one, of things a, over the years. Yeah. Maybe a clicker. I probably call it a clicker more than anything else.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe the remote is this more standard, universal. And maybe marketing has made us use that more as it's yeah. been. But I have used like, Channel Changer
0: and I have used probably Clicker most of the time. Mm. Okay.
1: All right. Well, that's all the questions I had for you today. Um,
0: okay.
1: I really appreciate you uh thanks for joining us and before before we sign off um any last thoughts any last um things you want to say before before signing off
0: um well i got a few more words you can use
1: <laughs> hey let's do um, it, right let's do it
0: tournament and tournament i said so, tournament because okay. it's spelled tournament. t-o-u-r um,
1: just like the cot, right? So the cot, you you use yes. all of the words, okay? Where tournament. most folks here
0: say tournament, and I'm like, tournament. it's not spelled T-U-R-N, it's T-O-U-R. <laughs> Why would you say that? Very so good. I don't say that word anymore. I say competition now.
1: <laughs> ah, so you just avoid the <laughs> I just avoid completely. the debate. Very <laughs> yes. good. Okay.
0: Um, In line and online is another one you might want to talk about. Ooh,
1: say say it again.
0: Inline and online. So if you're at the store and you're going to the checkout, hmm What do you say? I'm getting
1: I'm getting in line. That's what okay. I would say.
0: Yeah, we say online.
1: You're getting online? Mm-hmm. Like the internet? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my brain went to. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is not one I had Online versus in line. Interesting. Okay, yeah. and that would be for any type of line, right?
0: Yeah, I remember as a okay. kid, like, go, go wait online, get online. <laughs> okay. Wow. And we, okay. we got on the line. Interesting. All right. I don't know where it came from. I don't have any history to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that and was inline. common.
1: That was that was more than your family, more than your neighborhood. No, I don't think
0: anybody in New York says in line. Really talking about skating
1: <laughs> wow okay that is definitely one i'm putting yeah, i'm so making that might a note be another that. one
0: for your list
1: okay it is yeah.
0: it is i don't know okay. this is this has been fun I, It's very enjoyable
1: awesome well thank you so much for your time um again uh, this is judy from new york now living here in memphis enjoying the southern uh, weather and this has been an episode of axi marks thanks for tuning in we